What's up, everybody, and welcome to Unqualified Game Chat, episode 13. I'm your host, Zara Lopez, and with me today, Spencer Legacy. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. I have I the PS2 microphone. I played those games. <laughs> Did they really work? Not well. There Not was well. a there was a Wings We Sing game for the uh, PS4, and people figured out that they didn't work. Like you could literally clap your hands into them, and it'll yeah. register as you're singing in the thing. Yeah. No, you could like you could just hit tones. You could be like, it could be like a full song. You could be like, uh, 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 uh and it would be like. What song was that? It sounded like Lady Gaga. Were you singing, oh, that were you was singing just some random Gaga? Tone. Oh, I thought you were singing some Gaga. No, I wish. I wish I, wish <laughs> I could have done that. Oh, if only we could reverse time. Damn it. Um, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. School's done for, for the semester. School's um, out, out forever. So, well, till September. <laughs> yeah, till September. Then I have my third semester, but... Uh, what are your yes. summer dreams? Tell me, give me one of your summer dreams. Um, hmm, I want to be able to leave my house and, and go to the store without uh, a lockdown happening. <laughs> Some people want to find a girlfriend. <laughs> Spencer to wants to just go get some skittles. I just want to leave. <laughs> no, I want to. I want to do lots of cool work to bolster my portfolio in this mm-hmm. industry. Mm-hmm. I'm doing mm-hmm. a little bit of work with Noisy Pixel. Maybe it's secrets. in secrets. Secrets are in. Secrets are happening. Yeah, secrets are happening. Yeah. And you know what? On that, I have not checked the uh, view count oh. for Legend of Mana. Uh, See if they failed us. Last gen. And uh, let's see where it's at. No joke. No joke. You heard it here first. 1K views. Here it goes, people. It. You made it happen. You made, you made it, it happen, listeners. All of you. Every I mean, like, single one of you. 98% of it was us telling you to do it. So that kind of, it's kind of because of us. But you still clicked it. You made it possible that there is going to be a second Last Gen episode coming at you quick. Hopefully. By next week you know what i promise next week because wow. this weekend i ain't got nothing to do there you go you don't have three rpgs you have to cram in not this time brother not this time Very you know nice. what and you know what i did the other day yesterday just do? to make time for my weekend i canceled my pre-order on new pokemon snap wow mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's nuts i did it I did it and we'll get we'll touch on this later in the episode, but I did it because my birthday's coming up and I have a retro game store tour that I'm planning to go on on the Saturday before my birthday, but that is where my money will be going. You're pillaging all these stores of of their old Japanese games. Yes, yes. Give me all your your crazy games that I I've never heard of. Anytime I see a title that's just so obscure, I get it. I, go, I, I just Marino? and I'm not and I'm not talking about the 
Oh, he's on a roll. The ignition published classic obscure. obscure. <laughs> that was a lot of work for that bit, but it worked. Uh, developed by uh, Play Logic. So, not talking about that. <laughs> that was like some carrot top shit. <laughs> so um it's like some death stranding shit i'm fragile but not that fragile (laughs) so yes we will have a new last gen episode because i ain't got nothing to do over the weekend i'll put it together i'll slap it together update the thing is is that since i've since i uh edited those videos i've gotten better at video editing so yeah. I'll apply some of my skills and make the transitions a little smoother. Maybe add some additional B-roll to uh, spice it up a little bit, as they say. Make it a little saucy. A little salt bay on it. Ooh, a little taste. Mmm, <laughs> bam. Mm, mm. But what game it is, we'll never tell. Well, we'll tell on the day that it comes out. We'll tell the day. But honestly, right now, I forgot. I don't <laughs> so. remember either. I don't remember the order at all. So hopefully it's a good one. That's all I could say. And but you thank you so much. Get it to a thousand views. Thank you so much for watching that episode up to a thousand views. It really means a lot to us because Spencer and I did put a lot of time into it, and um, we're very excited to share more with you. It's a wonderful series. It's a lot of fun. A lot of fun. A lot of fun. Um, on that note, yeah. what do you? Oh wait, I forgot to say that this podcast is recorded every week. And posted to podcast services on Thursday. Every week. Every week. It's there for you. It's there for you. Maybe at 10 a.m. PST. Maybe at 12 12 p.m. PST. (laughs) Definitely not at 12 a.m. PST. No, no. It's not getting getting edited in like, what, eight hours? (laughs) I mean, could I do it? I could. Will I do it? No. Not happening. Not happening. He has a gear to play. I do want to extend a question to the listeners out there that please give us topics. Yes. To talk about after we talk about the games that we're playing, because it's probably the hardest part about this show is to come up with something. I mean, we can, we can riff. We can riff riff all day, but um, yeah, just help, help a brother out. Help a brother out. It's tough out there when you're getting (laughs) these topics. Because mm-hmm. not things don't happen as much right now. No, so we don't have big things to talk. The dead about. zone. It is the dead zone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. On that note, um, let me know what you're playing, Spencer. Well, unexpectedly, I am playing near replicant version one point two two. A bunch more numbers. You don't have yeah. to do that. Yeah, I'm not going to do. It. I need- watched you guys' review, and I was impressed at how many times your reviewer. Pulled out the full number. I was yeah, like, damn. He uh, he memorized it after a while. That's impressive. Yeah. Also, you guys have, I noticed you redid the mobile site. Very nice. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Very nice. We, we've uh, touched up a lot of a lot of different things. We have a nice uh, review score at the bottom that, um, that it shows the number. We used to have this bar and um, I didn't like the bar. So I got a circle. The thing is, is that a lot of websites, they all have the same shitty little plugin at the bottom and I can see it all on all the sites and they all share it. Gamecouch.com. Call out. Uh, Call uh, out. 
me and my friend play game.com. I don't know. All those, all those websites had the same little, little shitty little review thing at the bottom. And I was like, not, not a noisy pixel. It ends here. It ends here. This is the last straw. <laughs> and uh, so we, we got something there. So this little circle with, with a loading bar kind of thing in it, but it shows the score in the middle. And uh, that's new. Thank you for noticing. Yeah, I noticed because I was like, how do I get all these near endings so I can review this properly? And I went on Noisy Pixel and there there was a little ending guide and I went, wow. Oh, yes, yes. We have, it's spoiler free as well. It is. I'm impressed. So I've been using that and um, it's interesting. I really like near. It's such a strange thing, but reviewing it in a short period of time makes it a whole different experience than when you play it over time. So Mm -hmm. playing through a game four times with very slight differences in like three days gets, it gets to you. You're you're like, you're like, damn, this is a, I, it's, it's like watching like 300 hours of con or not hours. It's like watching, uh, like 25 episodes of a show to get to the good arc. It's like, Uh, it's fair and it's interesting, but you're like, damn, I know it's going to be worth it because it's near. Yeah. It's, it's always worth it. But there's a few one piece arcs that are like that. Yeah. There's a couple one piece arcs like that. And it's, uh, so I'm, I'm enjoying myself, but at the same time, I'm like, man, I've seen this. I saw this cutscene yesterday twice. Mm-hmm. Now I'm seeing it again. I'm when, when's new Pokemon Snap? I need a break. <laughs> Where is it? <laughs> you but, just want to take some pictures. I just want to take some pictures. But overall, like I'm, it's it's very enjoyable. the The narrative and the way it's structured is very interesting. And overall, I'm just I'm so happy that people like Yoko Taro can make their vision their weird games and have it like top sales charts. Like I, I would never have expected so many people to be so willing to repeatedly play through a game to get different endings, to get the full story. I'm glad they are, but I never would have expected like the general gaming public to be so enthusiastic about near. So I think it's really cool that, uh, that everybody is, uh, is so open to it because it's, such a unique thing um and i've it's really like there's nothing else like it so playing through it has been quite enjoyable overall outside of like the repetitiveness that comes with doing it in a short period of time but i acknowledge that that's uh probably not the way it's meant to be played anyway because you're supposed to kind of like go at your own pace and then it's like oh it's been a a while like a week since i saw this cutscene instead of like the next day so I can completely acknowledge that's not really on the game as much as me, but overall, like the the characters are delightful. I think Emil is one of the most likable characters ever. Um, the story and the twists are all a lot of fun, and uh, the gameplay uh, once you hit part two is very enjoyable. So I'm having a great time with it. Um, and the music, ooh, the music, spicy, spicy music. You hear a song and you're like, damn, I've never heard this song, but it makes me feel emotions. Damn. Very well done. Did you cry? I have not cried yet, but I've gone, wow. Which is. I'm I'm almost crying. Wow. I feel emotions. (laughs) My game reviewer, Black Heart, feels emotion. 
I have not played version 1.22. Uh, I played the original Nier on PS3. I have the new updated one. You have the collector's edition. I do have the collector's edition. There's an unboxing on the there YouTube. Is. Um, yeah, that was an impulse buy that probably shouldn't have got, but I did anyway. Uh, when I first played through Nier, it was during a time where I was hanging out with my friends trying to get back into gaming. Um, at the time, I had an Xbox 360. Uh, so that just goes to show you like where where the where it all was. You I know? cannot picture you being out of gaming and only having a 360. Yeah, that is I, wild to me. I played a lot of Call of Duty and um, I played uh, I think the first two JRPGs that I played in a long time was like Tales of Graces F and Final Fantasy 12. Yes. Which are Final Fantasy 13, which was on uh, Xbox 360. Yeah, that was a big thing that it was on 360. Yeah. And so there was a time where I wanted to get back into PlayStation gaming and my I, I, I didn't own a PS3. So I went over to a friend's house and every weekend we would like play a new PS3 game. And um, we played Ico and other games um and uh or shadow of the colossus i'm sorry and um and so or no ico remastered remember yeah, like they, the, they, the collection the PS3, thing yeah the collector's edition the ps3 version yeah. and so um near was one of those games and i thought that we could beat it in one day i didn't know what i was getting myself into and we yeah. didn't um but uh we had a lot of fun and I, I'm glad that this game, and that opened the door to like Drakengard to me, actually. And I'm glad this game can find its footing. I wish, I wish I wasn't so annoyed <laughs> that it's so big, you know, yeah. that it's so popular. Uh, just because I know Anime Expo is going to come around, and I'm just going to have to like deal with everybody dressed as these characters, and I'm just like, oh gosh, don't you just hate seeing so many people dressed as 2B? Oh my god, I mean. For a while, I was okay with it for a little bit because Tubi is kind of cute, but then it just, it's a little overwhelming. You get desensitized and you're just like, oh, another Tubi. You're just desensitized to Tubi ass <laughs> in your face. You go, how can you see, lady? That's that's how the hentai industry gets so big because uh, you just got to keep putting out stuff, you know? You can't just watch the same one over and over again. I, I don't know, but I agree. Yeah. There you go. Sure. There you go. Hot takes. Hot takes. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm too desensitized. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, it's a great day. I'm, I'm glad you're having, I'm glad you're playing it. And I, I'm excited to hear your thoughts in your review. Yeah, it'll be good. But what are you playing, Azario? Oh, crap. Um. I don't know, man. I do. You know what I was playing the other day is Sword Art Online Alisation Licorice. Oh, Licorice. Yeah. I don't know what it's called. Uh, yeah. But I just wanted to get through the new story updates because there's like there's there's one more coming. And I just mm-hmm. wanted to like return to it. And I lo- I liked it. And I still like Ooh. it. Um, and I'm glad that they did the updates that they did. But it was weird because I... I had like a free-ish day where I could have played some games for review, but I just wasn't feeling it. There was also a lot of manga that I should have been reading, but I just wasn't feeling it. 
I was like, oh, I'll jump back into Sword Art Online and I'll make content from that sooner or later. And so I started playing and, you know, I, I think this, I think this game should, should get a better, uh, people should give it a chance. I, I think remember it's, not liking it, but I don't remember why, because it's been so long. I think the base version was the mission structure sucked. The opening narrative was just a recap of the anime. And then the game started probably seven, eight hours later. Um, the online was broken and now you, but now you have weekly raids and you have um, ways to spend your materials because before you wouldn't really need to, it, there's like no reason to. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's, there's the dating mechanics are there. <laughs> oh, they're just there, huh? Yeah. I liked them. Um, so I, I did that. And I also I also charged my um, Oculus Quest Two for the first time in a long time to play Star Wars Pinball VR. Hell yeah! And I loved it. I had such a good fucking time with this game. Fan room, the fan cave, or whatever. Oh yeah, you're in the you're you're in like this like uh, like. Yeah, like man cave, like yeah. <laughs> you can That's walk around and like put up your put up your posters and shit. Yeah, um, yeah. So that's all there, and uh, but I, I didn't know how bad. Well, one, I really like VR. Um, I don't like how much quarters they typically take. Sometimes the, some people will charge seventy five to a dollar, seventy five cents to a dollar, and uh, I don't like that. Um, so I, I, but I like the, I like telling people that I'm good at pinball because I always felt like I was good at it. Yeah. Um, there's things that I feel like I'm good at, but I'm not really in execution, which is Miss Pac-Man. I always tell people I'm really good at Miss Pac-Man. And then when I get down to it, I'm, I'm just okay at Miss Pac-Man. I'm not really <laughs> good. average at best. Galaga is another one where I tell people I can get super far in it. And then, um. I don't I don't always perform. Um I tell people I could beat the first Mario in one life and uh sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. Why do you pathologically lie to people about your game skill? Cuz uh my name is Azario and that rhymes with Mario. You didn't know? Oh yeah. Okay. So oh, I yeah. mean I should be the best at video games, right? Um there's just things that I say uh, just to just to uh, make you feel better about my stir up the pod stuff. a little bit, see what happens. Yeah, yeah, and then people will put me to the test, and that makes it more fun for them too. I I feel like it it generates this like uh, competitive nature. Like people are like, no, you can't. And then when I don't, they feel good because they proved me wrong, and uh, I got them involved in playing video games. So it's all only- about making others feel good with Azario. He just yeah. loves bringing smiles just- to people's faces. Just a a friendly guy trying to get his friends into gaming. And if that requires some humiliation, who cares? So be it. So He'll be it. Take it. Um so back to Star Wars. It's a great it's I didn't I hate virtual reality. Let me just tell you. I hate being in there. I I get really? sick. 
I fucking hate it, dude. I hate hollow live characters. I hate fucking uh, those streamers on the fucking with the fucking anime. That freaks me out. Yeah. I fucking hate uh, live chat, whatever that is. I hate it all. I like VR, but the other things creep me out. They make me uncomfortable. I just, I just, I don't understand. And that's why I hate it. I hate the things I don't understand. That's what's more human than that. Um, but to each their own. And I don't, uh, I don't hate the people that watch it. I just personally don't find it very entertaining, but if you do, it's cool with me. It's all about bringing a smile to your face. I mean, it's I've paid, cool. I probably paid twelve ninety nine for bathing suit DLC. So <laughs> to each their own, <laughs> to each their, you stay, you, you know, you enjoy your lane. I'll enjoy mine. Yeah. <laughs> we won't, we, we won't need to communicate or anything. We'll just do our own thing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I, but, but this game, you're just standing there and you're, you're playing pinball and I was playing pinball for hours. Like you had the machine. It was like, I didn't have to pay for every time I fucked up. And, and I think uh, Zen studios is a little nice to the, the player and they give them kind of, um, freebies you know it might go in and they'll be like oh free ball you know and i i never known uh real pinball tables to to do that so often they sometimes do it with like your first ball if it just goes straight down you get a free one but um yeah i i think they're they're a little liberal and i and that helps me out pinball master zario's calling you out zen <laughs> you need to challenge me a little more because I'll take advantage yeah. of you. A free ball? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, thank you. Did you not hear how good I am at pinball earlier? <laughs> uh, I was good at uh, space pinball uh, on the uh, oh, space Windows pinball. XP. Hell yeah. Hell Got yeah. Got pretty good at that. Which um, which leads us into our discussion. <laughs> somehow. Does, does it? Nope. <laughs> does, nope. Does space cadet Windows pinball lead us into that discussion? <laughs> But I want to tell you that with the cancellation of the PS3 and stuff and the PSN and how that all went down, a lot of game price, it it shined a light on game prices and how high they have become over the years. And in recent months, too, uh, Silent Hill, the series has spiked and is, is in the $200 range. And I can't really put my finger down, but I wanted to, we wanted to talk about today, uh, video game collecting in general. Yeah. Um, I own a lot of video games and I don't really talk about them too much. As you can see behind Azario, and that's only a fraction. That's only a fraction. There's, there's a lot of stuff in containers in my garage uh, too. I have a lot of limited editions. And I barely, I barely started collecting in like 2016, 2017. Um, I don't, I don't know what, I don't know what set me off. I don't know um, why I wanted to start doing it, but uh, I just went hard. You saw one good collector's edition, and it, it grabbed you. It hooked you. I think uh, the first collector's edition I was picking up was NIS Americas. Um, because they would sell out 
and that that FOMO um got to me sometimes. I got the uh that was like typically because uh I'm a broke schoolboy. I I don't have as many collector's editions, but for games that I really am like passionate about, I do. So like when Danganronpa One came out on Vita, I got the crazy edition of that with the CD and the that one uh, come with the sunglasses. That's the two. I have that's that one two. too, though. Two came with sunglasses, a coin, uh, a sticker, and I think a soundtrack maybe. Uh, and the first one came with a book and a soundtrack and something else. Um, but those are so like when I'm very passionate about something, I'll get that collector's edition. But um yeah, I'm I'm big in the collecting games too. Um I've slightly tapered a bit uh because uh I live in Canada, in case I never mentioned that. So review games and stuff, I don't get physical copies because that's mm. international shipping. Mm. So <laughs> I get no digital copies. For that. Yeah, not exactly, and I don't blame them. Um, so it's it's uh, I, I'm playing digital copies of those kinds of games. So I'm less relentless about getting physicals. Uh, but for older games and stuff, if if I'm passionate about a game, I'll buy it. Like, um, I think the rarest game I have is we talked about this like last week is JoJo's Bizarre Adventure on yeah. PS3. That's that's the one. That's, that's the a- holy grail. That's the that's definitely one that uh, a lot of PS3 collectors look out for. Mm-hmm. It shot up too, and those those types. It's always weird the games that do become sought after, and the games that like you would expect to that never do. Yeah, it's uh, there's there's always this like I never see this game around, and then I check online and it's like ten dollars, and I was like, what? I never see people like have this game in their collection it's it's so i think it i think it all comes down to what people want you know like like what what if if a rush of people all want silent hill 2 well the price of silent hill 2 is going to go up even if even if there's just as much copies of silent hill 2 as there is final fantasy 7 you know it's it doesn't matter there's only 10 people selling and they set the price and I'm always fascinated by how popularity is influenced. Like so much now you'll see through like let's plays and influencers. Like they'll be like, I like this game. And then suddenly the game becomes very popular. So like, uh, I remember like Oni plays played like wild Woody on Sega CD. And suddenly that game became like wildly expensive. And that's so fascinating to me that people watch it and they're like, I need to own that game. That's yeah, it's so interesting. And the thing is, is that now anybody who owns that game, they're only going to want to match that price. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's uh, it's it sucks because even if there are a ton of copies out there, everyone believes that this is how much it's worth. So that's Ooh. how much we have to sell it for. Anything below that is um, is not going to work. So one time I got a box I was I was given a box of uh, of games. It was a PS2 game. I'm not gonna say which one, but I was given a a box of them, about 50 copies. And online, they're selling for 120. I put them all on eBay for 40 dollars each. Wow. 
and they all sold. But that price of 120 was forced to come down to 45. You single-handedly changed the market. I fucked the I fucked the used game market. And I wish, I wish that people, because I I mean I was given this for free anyway. I didn't care about making this much money, but I wish more people felt that way about about their used games and they 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 fucked with the market a little more because everyone's just thinking, thinking, oh, I I can sell this game for 150. Realistically, that's only two new games in one month. And that's yeah. how I think about it. Games are $60, $70 now. Two of them would be $140. So if you buy a PS2 game for $150, thinking about it as you just bought two game, two new games that just came out today, yeah, it's a little easier than seeing that $100 mark and thinking, oh, that's too much for a game. When you yeah, probably exactly. just spent that much money the, the, the month before on two Nintendo games, you know, that you exactly. wanted. Yeah. Um, and that's that's how I see that's how I see it is like uh, people really do need to, to either consider dropping the score, dropping the price or or we just need to understand that maybe new games versus old games is not that drastically different because if I've never played a game, then it's new to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I recently purchased uh, Parasite Eve 2. I've never played it. So whether I paid $60 or $120, it's still a new experience to me. And I, I kind of justify that as when I'm collecting is that I just fucking paid $180 for a near collector's edition that right now I don't care about. Like I care more about my copies of uh, Legend of Dragoon and Valkyrie profile than that. Yeah. You know? And, um, and yeah, so I mean, I make bad decisions all the time. It's 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 the name of the game. Comes with the job. Yeah. How do you feel? How do you feel about prices? And how? What do you what do you look for when you're? Do you do you like to go out? Do you like to go to eBay? What's your? I like going out. There's a couple of retro game stores near where I'm at, and they Definitely. were always pretty fair. Um, and it's in my experience, it's rare to find fair ones because yeah, typically it's way blown out, but. Um, so when I was like in high school, I would like bring over stuff that, to sell that I had multiples over anything so I could get new games. So I think it's like my tried and true strategy is, oh, uh, this game's expensive because it's old. So I'll get it on virtual console or, uh, PSN and then save up to get the physical one later. Mm-hmm. So that way I get to play it like early um at least this was what i've done since i was younger um but at the same time uh you can still get the game because as we saw it with the whole situation with the playstation store um digital copies are fleeting yeah (laughs) it's not the same as having a physical copy so i i do think that physical is the way to go and i i do like collecting for that reason and just because it looks cool you can't see it here um but i have a nice shelf too and uh it just it's it's a lot of fun to kind of have that collection that of things that like mean something to you so i'm a i'm a big fan of it yeah um what are some of your prized games other than jojo what are some games that kind of you cherish 
Uh, I have a black label Final Fantasy VII that I got from my friend who hosted a Final Fantasy podcast that I listened to relentlessly when I was a teenager. So that has a lot of uh, personal value alongside value. Uh, the Dong and Romp things I mentioned earlier are uh, pretty hard to come by now. Um, what else? Some of my PS1 games and Dreamcast games like uh, Digimon World 3, I know isn't like super cheap right now. And I have no, a lot of yeah. fond memories. Going up. Yeah. So it's it's a lot of stuff like that. Like a lot of it's nostalgia based like Yu-Gi-Oh! Forbidden Memories where it's like objectively a really unfair game, but I'm so fond of it and so nostalgic for it that I have it. Um, like I have, that's one of those games that I have complete that I'm like, oh, I'll display that. That's, I love that game. So yeah, I think part of it is like the Dreamcast era is like my nostalgic favorite of like, oh, I, I loved playing the Dreamcast as a kid. So I, I, a lot of those games like Sonic Adventure and stuff that I have physical copies of, I, I value, uh, but yeah, it's, uh, I'd say those are mine. What are some of yours? Um, before that, um, I think you reminded me of why I started collecting in the first place and I was in school at the time, but I, I got a pretty good job. Um, and what my goal was, was to buy every game that my brother and I played growing up. Mm-hmm. And and own it again because of course your dad parents will sell it whenever you leave you know they don't give a fuck about those games yeah. or they'll give it away to your cousins or something. Um. So my goal was originally to to just buy all the games that we had growing up. So you have like Odd World, Star Wars, Dark Forces, you know, Final Fantasy Seven, Final yeah. Fantasy Eight, you know, all those games. And um, and then I started remembering all the games that I passed in Blockbuster and that I wanted to play but never rented. So I started I started focusing on those games and um I I feel like I'm one day I'm going to play them all, but I I do suffer from buying games and not being able to play them right away. Um Yeah, that's fair. For my rare for my more rare games, and I have I have quite a few, but I don't want to look through all of them right now, but for one that people assume is is very rare is a uh, roll of rose. That's a big one. And um, I'll open her up. And uh, it's funny how this game came into my possession. It's um, a really good friend of mine had a few copies of it. And uh, he knew that I really liked game collecting. And he said, here, take it. And yeah. And he, in his head, he wasn't even giving it away. It was just staying at someone else's house because I'm not going to sell it. He's not going to sell it. So like, it's just with me, you know, like, yeah, it's never, it's never going anywhere. It's, it's right here, you know? Um, and I think that's what he, I'm not sure. I didn't ask him, but that, that's how he processes it. I'm, um, but I was very, um, I loved it. And it's, it's one for that reason also is that it's like, um, pretty prized possession of mine and incidentally the uh, developer of roll of rose released another game called uh tulip and uh this game is going up in price for some reason i don't know um, just recently too yeah we we noticed that we checked on it and it was like 40 bucks last year and now it's like 100 don't buy it for 100 guys just wait a little bit it'll go down um this game is about um 
you're trying to kiss a girl and uh i've only played like the first hour of it but uh i really want to do something with it um we we had we used to have a show on um noisy pixel called um retro pixel where i played with friends and we sat down and, and played old my old games with uh together and we had to stop because of uh covid but it'll come back i promise you um one of the games i one of the recent games that i did buy that i spent a lot of money on and that i've been wanting in my collection is uh wild arms 5 and it's complete it has the uh the art book in there and everything um it's it's published by Xseed, which at the time was mainly just doing localization for Square Enix because it was made up of Square Enix people. And Sony wasn't going to publish this game in the West, so Xseed stepped up and uh, and did it. Really cool uh, cover art that kind of extends to the back there. You don't really see that too often in games. That's cool. And there's the... There's the game. Really cool. Um, X8 also does full color manuals. So um, that's really nice. Yeah. So, and they still do today, even on their Switch games. So, if wow. you buy an X8 game, you will get a manual. And gotta love them for it. So those are the, I, I own a lot of games, and, and sometimes I buy them out of impulse. But there's there's a lot of titles that I get that are just like this one, like like I don't know what the fuck this is, but it looks super cool. Yeah. Uh, so I do that a lot. I do that a lot. If I if I see a game and I'm like, oh, that looks cool, I'll I'll pick it up. Um. Oh, that's the other. I just remember, I have Xenoblade Chronicles on Wii. That's that's yeah. one that I I value. I just remembered that. And no jokes, Xenoblade Chronicles two. Is going up in price right now too for the Switch. I'm glad I have that too. And the the Torna Golden DLC, that one's even more expensive right now. If you have the physical, I'm glad I have the physical of that too. <laughs> yeah. So that game originally was what forty bucks, thirty bucks. Yeah. Um, and no, Amazon seemed like it was like hard to get off. Like it was just always there. And then out of yeah. nowhere, when fucking uh, Smash. the Smash. The Smash yeah. stuff happened. There goes the price. So shit like that happens all the time, guys. And that sometimes it affects it negatively. Sometimes it's good for you if you want to make a couple extra dollars. But always think that even if you sell a game for 120, 150, it's only two new games. Like, are you making that much money back? Probably not. Probably not. Probably not. So collect. If you're going to collect, collect because you want to be around this stuff. You want this sense of ownership of your video games. But I wouldn't say collect thinking that you're going to come out a millionaire. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's going to be a very, very slow, long road for you to do yeah. that. There's no money in... Re- there's there's very little money in reselling. And people, the people that do it, they spend 24 hours a day seven days a week doing it just setting up those ebay things and and it's a lot of work so if you want to do that i'm sure you could but you'll be making pennies um but i I encourage all video game collecting and i encourage you to share your 
um, prized video games, whether it's a prized one from just your memories alone or prized in terms of it's very expensive and you own it. Yeah. What do you, uh, what have you all got? I want to know. Yeah. You know, we're not trying to buy either. We don't, we don't want to buy from you. No, you no, know, we're not trying to buy. Um, unless you're selling. No, just, <laughs> just kidding. Unless you're selling and you got that discount for those hosts that you find. So yeah, those, game. those noisy pixel discounts. Um, but yeah, there's uh let us let us know in the comments. And um I think that brings us to the end of our episode. Huh, what a fun what a fun podcast that was. What a fun Just podcast. talking about games collecting. Yeah. I I don't collect Super Nintendo games and I don't collect a lot of Nintendo games. I'm very much a PlayStation boy. There are what I did was I got this I got the Nintendo the Super Nintendo games that I've always wanted. You know, you got your um your Secret of Mana, your Mario RPG, your Final Fantasies. I bought those. That's it. I stopped. And um, with uh, Wii, I I bought all the the RPGs that were on there, and then I stopped. Yeah, it's all about having goals of what you want. Yeah. Don't, you, so don't collect for money, and don't collect just to have it, like things yeah. that you don't care about. Yeah, because you can. I mean, I could fill up my shelves with with sports games or. You know, SpongeBob yeah. games, but I, I I like to have a nice um, connection catalog. Yeah, and that's all I have to say about that. That's all we got. But we want to know about your collections. I'm gonna yeah. read all the comments. Tell me, what do you Tell got? Me. And we'll have a new last gen episode soon for you. Thank you so much for for watching. Thanks, folks. Well, have a good day.